Welcome to the Out of the Basement Podcast with Devin Turak, Patrick Gleason, and Paul Sanders. And now, here's the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Out of the Basement Podcast. My name is always is Devin Turak, and I'm joined, as always, by Patrick Gleason. <laughs> hello, hello. And Paul Sanders is joining us here on Skype. Hi, everybody. So uh, this, this is our a, last of the year. It's yeah, it's been about a month since the yeah. last time we recorded. Um, Paul, were you there for that? I don't remember. Yes, I he was. think I was. I think you were. Yeah. Okay. So um, we wanted to make sure we do at least one more before the end of the year. Yep. Um, it's a couple mm-hmm. of weeks before Christmas. Yes. Halfway through the. Well, not a December. couple of weeks. A week and a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So we're we're pretty close. Um, mm-hmm. We definitely will not have time to record one until after the new year. Yeah. And that one will mm-hmm. probably, hopefully, if everyone gets their act together, will be our Star Wars Last Jedi review yes. episode. So look forward to that. Paul, that means you. Uh, well, no, but then also starting next week. So not next week, but the week after Christmas. The week. I don't want to hear excuses, Paul. No, he I... says he's on vacation, so he'll have plenty of time. Is what yeah. Okay. My 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 brother-in-law is going to be here, and we're going to go see it together. So. Awesome. Um, but that also includes our friend Sean, and it also includes our friend Dwayne. We'll, we'll get them to see the new movie and see if they're a little more positive towards it as opposed to the last time yes. where they hated it. No, they didn't hate it. They no, just... no, 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 no. Sean no, no, hated no. that I, movie. I hated that movie too. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so that'll be our, I guess, second annual Star Wars, well, third really now that we've done our Rogue One review too. Yes. But it'll be our second annual new trilogy review yeah. in January. Yes. Uh, but before we get to that, let's do our regular segment, our week's month in the hobby. <laughs> Pat, you can go first. Uh, well, gaming-wise, haven't done too much, because it's uh, one month now we're doing Eternal Vigilance with new people. Mm-hmm. It's getting to be reg- regular, which is, is nice to have. Uh, I've been doing work on that. Uh, the other thing I've been doing is just uh, Pat Ram's always D&D game. Uh, is that still going on? It's still going on. Okay. Uh, I, I picked up Dawn of War 3. Nice. Uh, via uh, Steam. I and still then, don't have it yet. And I, I just started. I haven't played too much because i uh, doing new work and everything and, and getting ready for the this podcast at the end of the year. Uh, movies, however, I have been watching some movies, um, but I will talk about that later. I have so much to talk about when it comes to TV shows and well, also uh, games. Because like, I've been uh, watching... Ash versus a- Evil Dead yep. dropped on Netflix finally in Canada, and I'm so happy with that because everyone knows in the podcast how much of a Bruce Campbell fan I am. Yep. And mm-hmm. fuck, does it, it doesn't fit so well. Even though it's 30 years later, it's still cheesy, campy, fun. It's it's great. It's gore fest like crazy, of course. Well, it helps that Bruce Campbell was such a huge part of the original uh, trilogy, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, it was that, also that he's a producer in the new one. And, right? he's, and he's a producer in the new movie as far as TV show um, it's like they really wanted to go back and capture that same campy feel yes and they did an excellent job oh, they did. They did. I've also been I'm, I think I'm up to episode four or five now in the new show okay and it's really good it is uh, well obviously Star Wars watch the new Star Wars Spider-Man Homecoming which we we, we talked about we talked times. yeah no, I just forget <laughs> sometimes I forget how, when did we actually record the last one uh, so yeah, Dawn of War three for computer games, which I'm I'm, I'm enjoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I picked up Borderlands two, haven't played it yet. Okay. And the Horus Heresy Talisman game. Yeah. Uh, that looks interesting as well. Mm. Uh, I have that on Steam as well. So yes. maybe one day we should get together and just play it. Together. I think yeah yeah I I started playing. I was like oh it looks interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, unfortunately I wasn't doing too much because I was still trying to get new job and studying for for French test in the new job. Right. Uh, 
which I now have, so I'll have more time because I'm not going to be as stressed anymore. <laughs> um, what was that? What was that game you had? It's called uh, the Horus Harris Horus Heresy version of the Talisman game. Yeah, but there's add-ons too because yeah. you get to play Primarchs mm-hmm. in there, but there's only so many available to start with. Then there's the you buy the Burning Prospero add-on, which gives you Lehman Russ and uh, Magnus and stuff like that. Uh, that looks fun. Uh, it is the talisman flavor to it. Yeah, Definitely you're well, going it's, to the it's, it's. I have I have the. I think I have the actual board game too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's literally just the talisman game. Yeah, but ported into the Warhammer Forty. Yeah, which game. is fun. I like yeah. the talisman original game. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, um, it's an it's a neat game. It's it's super super complicated. Yeah. So I think it actually works better as a computer game than it did as a board game. It does. Now the um, Dawn of War three. I I just started playing it. The computers are much smarter in this one yeah, than they were, uh, which actually makes it more challenging because you have to now just start, th- like especially the easy levels, you mm-hmm. can't just go, oh, I'll just build up and then attack. You have to start planning things properly. Uh, of course, I'm playing orcs in that one because, you know, go orcs. Roar. Is there an orc campaign? Uh, no, there's no orc campaign. Oh, you're just playing? The multiplayer right. against the computers. The I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't do an orc campaign add-on eventually. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that. Uh, anyway, come on, just crush things. Uh, TV shows, well, yeah, the <laughs> Supernatural season 12 started watching. Um, we talked about Stranger Things last time. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's it for movies. Yeah, the, the TV shows. I've been doing too much. I've been trying to get used to more uh, editing and stuff like that for, uh, well, my videos for our, our YouTube channel. Okay, Paul, how about yourself? What have I been doing? I haven't done a whole lot um, other than building this desk and stuff for my computer the computer i got that's pretty much it and trying to back up all my my games and programs and stuff so it's taken up like a good three weeks of my time mm-hmm. so yeah. but um i have been diving back into star wars pretty heavily like i usually <laughs> yeah uh, yeah it comes in waves right i'm addicted to that game i don't know what i can tell you i like that game and uh yeah, I, I really got not a lot. It's just been so busy with work and just work at home, too. So, And all I feel about it, I still haven't seen GLA, Justice League. It's good. I know. Well, sorry, not GLA, just Justice League itself. Justice League. Um, it's, I, heard, I heard it was crap from some people. Well, those people so are idiots because it's the best DC movie they've ever put out. That's not saying much. <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> better than uh, Avengers 2. Age of Ultron, yeah. Well, that's because again, yeah. Per, hey, we want to have a plug for this. I don't want director. I don't want to do it. Studio, you're doing it. Director, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much, I guess. Um, although, I, don't know, I thought I thought Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was fantastic. But this has Wonder Woman in it, and it yeah. also has Superman. That's all you need to know. That's all he cares about. Dead just cares if there's Superman in there. Got, it's got Jason Momoa in it. Too. And it has Jason Momoa. Yeah, but like you don't like the new Superman. <laughs> I like the new Superman once he comes back to life. He's he's heroic like he's supposed to be. Yes. Okay. And and unstoppable. Oh, you ruined it for me. Yeah, sorry. Oh yeah, like, yeah spoilers. Superman is fucking spoilers. unstoppable. <laughs> and everyone's getting their asses kicked until Superman comes to save the day, as always. Yes. Just so you know. Which is always like, why is Batman part of the no, Batman's part of the Justice League for a very specific T- reason. He's super smart. Yeah, the, exactly. the strategist. He tactician. has contingency plans for everything yeah. and everyone. Yes, I know. That was one of the best uh, animated shows. Yeah, yeah. When, when, when um, I don't even remember what it's called. 
Yeah, what happens is that the Graniac or Lex Luthor gets a hold of the plans to defeat the Justice League that Batman, that Batman put, put together. together yeah. yeah. And I love that the end, Wonder Woman's like, do you have one for yourself? Yes, I do. What? <laughs> you guys. <laughs> like, the reason the Justice League was put together, in case Batman ever goes dark, right. they'll be the ones to stop him. But if he's got contingency plans for everybody else, they may not be able to stop him. <laughs> <laughs> so that's um, it for you, Paul? Yeah, that's it for me. Okay, so I've got a ton of stuff to talk about, as always. So I'll start with TV shows. Um, I, I've, I've also been watching Evil Dead, as we are Sean, uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead, as mm. we talked about. Uh, so I'm partway through that. Um, I've dived deep into Lucifer, the, the show yeah, about... Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Um, I'm, I kind of get annoyed with the guy who plays Lucifer because he's a little too smarmy at times. Okay. But... The show itself is very good. The uh, mythology behind it is pretty cool. And I'm really, really enjoying it. So they've got the first two seasons already out. Season three is, I think, halfway through. And this is something I don't ever do. But the end of season two was such a cliffhanger that I actually went and found the first few episodes of season three and watched them. Just, just because just, you had to Just watch to see what the fuck was yeah. going on. Yeah. I've seen a couple episodes. I like it. Um, it's really good. I still like the Lucifer from Supernatural. Oh, he was fantastic. He, he he's back Although, in season twelve. My favorite Lucifer is probably oh, what the hell is that show called? Damn it, Ray Weiss plays him. Um, it's about this guy who. Oh right, he's a detective who has to bring people back in. No, 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 no. no. Uh, I'll I'll think about it later and try to remember yeah. it. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll, I'll maybe I'll do a uh, future day a future dev yeah. talking about it. That I'll insert into the uh, episode, but I'll try to remember what that show's called. If if um, if Dwayne were here, he would know for yeah. sure because he loves. Which it. one? Which is this an older one? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's an old TV show. Um, where it's this kid who works at like um, Best Buy. Yeah. Uh, finds out that his dad made a deal with the devil or something. The devil comes to him basically, and he becomes the devil's minion. Oh, okay. Because the one I like also is where the the guy, the detective, the cop is been sent out by satan lucifer to go bring back other demons yeah it's played by the dad from superman uh the tv show the tv show smallville right he, lex Luthor's dad he's excellent as as that the oh other, yeah, yeah yeah i know, I know another one also actually constantine the movie well I, the next thing i was going to talk about is lucifer led me directly to constantine the tv show yeah and i basically binge watched all 10 or 11 episodes over the last yeah it's week. too bad there was no second season yeah. yeah i liked it like it was, it was a, it's a decent show and uh the premise is very cool yeah. the characters are good oh um, the, the i can't remember the actor's name Dwayne will comment on it but he is perfect for constantine like, yeah he's got sure. that that british beaten down yeah. you know fuck the world look you know and, he had a like, pretty good job of it too yeah but, but this guy's much more yeah, nails much constantine. yeah yeah i think the biggest problem that people have with the constantine movie is that it didn't closely follow Hellblazer, the comic book. Yes. Whereas I think this is much closer. It is to... much closer, yes. Although, yeah, Constantine as a movie, the movie itself, I still enjoy. Oh, it's great. It, One of Keanu Reeves' best movies, I'd yeah. say. Until John Wick. Where he Until John Wick, yeah, which is his absolute best movie. I, I really liked him in Speed 2, of all yes. things. No, the original Speed, the not right. Speed 2. Not Speed 2. Speed yeah. as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, from there I moved... From there, I moved on to another show that's actually currently in production. So I'm I'm watching only like little bits and pieces as they as they get released. But it's it's uh, David Boreanaz's new TV show called Seal Team. Really? Oh my God, it's amazing! Really? It's fucking amazing. 
I love this show. And it's a, it's like a SEAL Team Bravo. Yeah, thing. it's 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 about like uh, what they call tier one operators. So like the their their A squad. Yeah. Um, and they go on these cool missions, and the, the characters are very cool. And there's this whole backstory where um, one of the new people they're thinking about recruiting is just going through his like like he's already a um, a SEAL. Yes. But he's tra- going to be promoted or recruited into like this this top tier. Um, team, and so he's going through a course, uh, like a uh, what, um, what do they call those? Like a weeding out um, uh, the know. process. To yeah, use. yeah, exactly. So they, they 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 do you know they put them on how see how well they do in a team. They go and do like Halo jumps, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And uh, his whole backstory is he's actually a second generation SEAL. His dad was a SEAL who wrote a book like a tell all. And now he's been ostracized and yeah. blacklisted from the, uh, from the force. Yeah. And so this, this this kid takes so much shit just because of who his dad is. Yeah. So he's trying kind of trying to fight that and trying to be his own, like make a name for himself mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah. It's it's a it's a really cool show. Yeah. And David Boreanaz is actually one of the producers on it. Oh, so he's totally invested in the show. Yes. Hopefully it'll go a while. Yeah. I, I really like the show. Now, I know we can't talk too much about Star Wars, but we both, Dev and I both Hold saw on, I'm not done yet. Oh, I'm just... I have, well, I have oh, more. Oh, I have one more thing to talk okay, about. Sorry. The show I'm actually currently in the middle of watching along with Ash vs. Evil Dead. The Shannara Chronicles. There was only one season of that, wasn't two. there? Two. They're, they're doing season two now. Okay. So season one came out, I think, two or three years ago. Yes. It took a bit of a hiatus. But season two is currently being uh, shown on TV. So I think they're halfway through yeah. the season. Um, I don't know why they skipped season one and went straight to season two on, on TV. No, they, they didn't skip season one. Season one was on TV, but it was, a, but it was a two, two or three, three years ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, it was a couple years ago. Uh, that's why it, could, it stopped for a while. And it's it's an MTV show. Maybe that's the reason uh, why most people haven't yeah. seen it. It's actually really well done. Oh, really? Like, it's really good. And, like, it's been 25 years since I read any of the Terry Brooks books, but I think it closely follows the at least the first book, Scion... Sion of Shinara. Yeah, S C I O N, right? Sion, yeah. Yeah. Which means last son of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm I I'm really enjoying the show. Okay. It's way better than I was I was expecting it to be like, you know, people aren't gonna take it seriously because it's like yeah. a fantasy setting. But no, it's fucking really well done. Oh, okay. It's really well done. <laughs> so, um, that's probably the, the last of the TV shows I want to talk about. You want to talk more about Last Jedi? Yeah, like a little bit because I know Paul hasn't seen it. Because I still have like all the video games that I have. Oh, okay. As well. Okay, how about we talk about Star Wars for a bit? <laughs> okay, Star Wars for a bit. Uh, because we'll even though we're gonna do January Pat, is gonna be the full review, and Pat hasn't talked in a while, so he wants to. Yeah, that's it. of course yeah. I need yeah. to talk. Uh, no, I was gonna say because January we're gonna do the full review, but yeah. at least we can tell people. Go see it. Go see it. it. It's, it's good. It isn't. It is actually better than Force uh, Awakens. Yes. Uh, it, Thank it's, God. Ray isn't quite the Pollyanna that she was in that movie. No. There's a lot of good development. The characters yeah. develop. Uh, the story works well. The like I said, it, it's tied in really well. I enjoy the characters and stuff. Uh, I'm going to be doing an actual review of it for PG rated, mm-hmm. uh, so you can check that out later. But yeah. My joke I called to, told Devram and Gavin, who's here but not saying anything, was it's Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back at The Last Jedi. <laughs> oh, but I'm it actually... Great. No, but no, it still actually works, though. It, it, Like I said, it's a good movie. It's not, oh my god, it's the best ever. Yeah. It's it's a Star Wars movie. It's now, fun. It's there, enjoyable. There are problems with it. Yeah. But okay. there, there are plot hole well, problems. 
But Star Wars, though, go back and watch the original yeah, Star fine. Wars. Like, but but my my biggest issue with it is just like they did with um, uh, Thor three, yes, Ragnarok. They try to inject humor into it in slapstick ways, which I uh, that that's the part that really got to me. Yeah, but they're doing it for the kids as well. So yes, yeah, I, I agree with you. There's sometimes where the humor is a little force. A little force yeah. is like make no sense why it should be there. Yeah, or but or there or was just. No- there was never really any humor in the first, you know, the original three Star Wars films. Uh, anyway. Go back and watch them again, Paul. Well, there's there's yeah, well, humor. There was, look at there the Ewoks. Some, but it's not like it's not like they're trying to make it. Like, it's not like when they introduced Jar Jar Binks. Trying right. to no, no, no. They're doing, no, but they're doing funny scenes properly. Like, they have the comedic hits here and there. Do they, with the action. Yes, they, they do. They did in the original trilogy. That's what I mean. I don't think they have it in this new one. No, but in the original no. trilogy, they did it. Well. In, the, they did in well. the original. They sure. did well. There's, like, comedic uh, scenes. No, but here. again, when you, when you start getting into the Ewoks, that, that oh, no, no, starts no, getting a never little... Never mind that. The first two. You're talking uh, Empire and, and uh, New Hope. There, There's humor in there that's done well. It's like it's... both Like what? Uh... The the compactor scene stuff like that you know there, there's little there is humor in there, but it's done per, prop. It was very subtle humor. Sure. That, that's that's what I'm saying though. It, it works well with the story. It's not let's take a yeah. break and have a joke being told here. It's a joke that's told in the line of the story. Right. And that's where that's how you're supposed to do a proper, you know, action movie with a bit of humor in it. Yeah, I think they they missed the mark. Let's put it that way. In the in the new trilogy. See, like in Thor, though the the humor at the beginning, I had no problem with. Like the humor at the very beginning, I had no problem with. Oh, are you talking the um... Thor Ragnarok where he's in the chains and it's Suter's thing? I had no problem with that part being. No, I mean because it's it's Thor. Was... It's it's him, right? Yeah. It's, but later on, yeah, there was too much force stuff, you know, forced humor. Um, but anyways, that's yeah, that's all we're gonna say because Paul hasn't. Seen I, it. I I don't know if this will be a spoiler, but. I love the fact, I, th- I think maybe it will be, but I love the fact that in that, in the movie, they try all the things that you would expect, like if you were playing a role-playing game, yes. all, all the little <laughs> yes. uh, tricks and, 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 and little loopholes or whatever to try to get out of their situation. Yes. And they fail every time. I really actually like but that. But you're right, it was movie. sort of like gamers going, it was very okay, much like we're going to try thing. this instead. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. so. um failed. Yeah, and there, there's a there's a lot of failure in this movie. So be prepared for the the uh, the rebels or the resistance. Well, like I said, Empire Strikes Back at the yeah. Last Jedi. Yeah. And the reason it works well, like yeah, if it wasn't the forced humor, it'd be much better because it's a sort of in between movie. Yeah. The first one, you oh here's stuff where here's all the characters. Second one, no, we got a lot of stuff get we get beaten down. Yeah. No, it's the a, third one is your redemption type of thing. Exactly. It's right. basically taking one movie, splitting it into three, where you have the different acts. Well, they should have split the first movie into two at, movies anyway. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, Paul? I suppose if you look at, at, at Empire, um, yeah, they it was a whole bunch of failure. Well, that's, really. that, yeah, but that's it. It's like, because the way most movies work, there's three acts on average, right? The first one's introducing yeah. the characters. Right. Second one is character gets a bunch of setbacks and all that and he has to learn or something he's got to overcome. And the third act is the final where he's learned his lesson, he overcomes the stuff and triumphs. Right. And if you look at the three yeah. st- the trilogy, that's what happens. Yeah. So, yeah. we're doing similar thing here. Now, I uh, never mind how you didn't like Force Awakens, but it still did the let's introduce the characters, right. here's the guys. Second one they get the setbacks. They have, you know, the, the things they have to learn to, to develop to go into the third act. 
which I'm really looking forward to. And I'm also really glad for the, the ninth movie, they've said they're not going to do any CGI Leia. Right. Which, uh, as a, you know, homage to Carrie Fisher, which I like. Although I yeah. think she should be in it. Well, they At might least have some a CGI. little bit. Well, oh, they may have already previously filmed those bits. Yeah. And, uh, so, uh, go on with your video games, because I know you have a whole lot of video games. Well, I actually only have four to talk about, but I actually want to go a bit into depth of, out of all, for all of them. So the first one I'm going to talk about, this kind of follows on to what we were talking about last time. Um, the Shadow of Mordor game. Yes. Had, I was, had a... I almost picked it up in Steam. Oh, you should have. It's no, so good. I know, but the thing is, I was going, okay, Christmas is coming. Yeah, fair enough. I'm, I just started working a new job. Not sure if I'm going to get paid yet. It was, however, on sale. I know, but it, I... But which I, is when I picked up Shadow of War during I, the Black Friday sale. And I didn't do it. Which is a sequel to Shadow of War. Yes. And in Shadow of War... Um, it, yes. I tried, I tried to buy a few things during that on Steam, and for some reason, none of them went through. Really? So, yeah. yeah. I tried to pick up Arma 3 and a few other games, and it's like I had never even attempted it. Wow. It pissed me the hell off. Are you moving away yeah, from your mic, no, Paul, every once in a while? Because you're, you're coming in and out. No, I don't think so. Sorry uh, if it's sounding like that. It, it, it could just be um, just the way we have it set up with, with Paul Skyping in through a... Um, Bluetooth speaker. A Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. That, that yeah. might be part of the cost. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I picked up Shadow of War. Shadow of War is an awesome game that, that kind of takes what happens in the original and kind of moves it moves the story forward. Unfortunately, when you start off, you seem to have lost some of the power you had at the end of the, the first game. Yeah. Because one of the things you could do is when, you, when you're fighting orcs, you can dominate the orcs and turn them to your side and, and make them an army. You have to go through the whole first, the, the prequel, or the, uh, the epilogue, and the whole first act before you regain that power. Yeah. And the way they, the way they um, kind of make that happen is the power comes from uh, a ring of power that was created for you, which mm. you kind of create at the end of the, fir the first game. And then you lose that ring at the very beginning, and it takes a while before you can regain the power. So, but anyway, so the, the whole epilogue in the first act, you you don't have the ability, and you lose actually some of your oh, some of your um, combat abilities as well. So you have to kind of relearn those. I mean, it's not terrible, and it kind of makes sense. Otherwise, you'd be super powerful from the very beginning, and there's no progression for you. The mechanics of the game are almost identical to how they were in the first one. There's slight variations and slight adaptations, but overall, it works just fine, yeah. and it works seamlessly almost with the previous game and but introduces a new um, mechanism where you take that that army that you put together and turn it into a proper army and go conquer areas and oh zones. really oh it's awesome <laughs> it's a nice. super fun game so i spent probably a hundred hours on that Jesus. in the last month Good fucking god! Damn, yeah, Skippy. Yeah, I, yeah, I put, I put a lot of time into that game, and actually came probably right to the end. I think there's still a couple more things I need to do before I completely finish the storyline. Do you actually work during the day? Uh, no, I've I've been out of work for like three months now. Ah, that that, also, that makes sense. I have nothing but free time, <laughs> so I'm I'm between contracts, trying to pick up a couple more. That hasn't happened yet, and so, like I said, I have nothing but free time on my hands, so I play a lot of video games. Now I remember, like, yeah, I, I forgot, I was like, now it makes sense what you've been able to, like, how do you video all these video games, yeah, TV, and shows, TV shows, shows yep. and all that I stuff. Know. So that's the first one. 
Uh, the second one I want to talk about is a game that I've been playing almost non-stop for the past week and a half, and it's called Warbands Bushido. And Bushido? It, yes. Japanese. Japanese. Oh, Samurai. Sorry. Yes. Fighting. Miniature tactical combat. <gasps> so it, it's oh, basically like, like they took a, a tabletop miniature game yeah. where you have little figurines. Yeah. And then ported it into a video game. I actually went to see if this was anything like the current Bushido miniature game that's tabletop game that's out there right now. Yeah. And it has similar themes and it kind of has similar ideas, but the mechanics are slightly different. So um, in this, there's maybe 25 different um, uh, miniatures or characters that you could use. Yeah. So things like uh, an Ashigaru with a Naginata. Um, a ronin with two swords, okay. um, a, a samurai-focused uh, ronin, a, uh, a, uh, a sensei who's like a teacher, so like an old wizened dude who, even though his, his personal stats aren't good, he adds two extra dice to every roll in combat Jesus. because he's a sword master and he's been doing it for 50 years. Fuck, that's insane. Right, exactly. So uh, there's a couple of different, like three or four different uh, bowmen. So yeah. there's a samurai bowman, there's like a hunter, and they all have like different abilities and different stats. So there's there's three stats that you have to worry about. One is your armor stat. That's how much damage you take before your health starts to go down. There's your health stat, which also uh, determines how much damage you do. Yeah. And there's what they call your agility stat, which determines how many how many hexes you can move, and also determines your initiative order. Oh, okay. And um, as you gain experience with each of your little miniatures, they go up in levels. And depending on um, there's like there's five different qualities uh, for each miniature uh, so you could have like a, a regular and then uh, like a, a green and then a blue and then a yellow <laughs> I think of the I think there's five in total and so the, the the quality of your miniature determines how many levels it can get maximum so okay. it's a base um, low quality miniature can only get three levels the next one's four or five and up to six levels and each level unlocks something different so like the first level will unlock um, an extra armor on your on your model. The the second level unlocks an ability. The third level unlocks, I think, a, a movement, and then a fourth. I, I don't know. Yeah. Each level has a corresponding unlock on your miniature model. Um, the the there there are campaigns that you can play with these miniatures, yeah. but you don't gain experience during those campaigns. Uh, and um, you don't gain any um, like tangible benefits. You gain benefits that you can use in the the campaign. But once the campaign ends, those benefits gotta go away. Oh, it's only campaign benefits only. Right. Yeah. Um, but if you do skirmish mode, where you're playing against other people's squads, you actually gain experience for your models, and they get better. Okay. And you also gain these gold coins, which you then can use to buy booster packs to get more models so the game has kind of like that collectible quality to it in that you don't know what's going to be in the booster pack that you buy there's a guarantee that one of them is going to be at least rare yeah which is like the, the second level now you don't have to level. do in-game purchases you can play without all the in-game purchases and just you have to do in-game purchases but only for in-game gold not for real money that, oh that's what no, yeah. that, so there actually isn't a way to use real money to buy more oh so you good. have to skirmish in order to get more no, that's perfect because I, I hate the ones the games where there's so many games now have the in-game yeah, purchase where you can just oh I've got extra money I don't care I'll just exactly. keep buying so, stuff so I'll keep mm -hmm. buying until I have the best of whatever and then the other guy's like uh, I 
don't I'm not gonna spend extra money. Exactly. So I have base level guys and yeah. I got my ass kicked in every battle. Yeah. So the the one good thing they did add to it is that um, w you end up accumulating a lot of like low level crap models that yeah. you don't really want anything with. They introduced the ability to disintegrate those in order to get uh, material, which then you can use to craft whatever you want at whatever oh. quality you want. So you can make your own like super sword. Exactly. So oh. so if you wanted, um, say you wanted the, uh, the the sensei, who has the, those additional two dice that every time yes. it goes into combat, and you wanted to get it at the top level, well, that's going to cost you like oh. seven hundred of these gold coins. Not yes. not coins, but right. of uh, materials. Yes. And you only get like maybe five or fifteen or thirty, depending on the quality that you disintegrate. Jesus! Right. So, so, it, so it takes you a long time to accumulate the, the materials to craft what you but actually I'm want. I'm sure once he gets there, though, it, it's oh, just... he's gonna be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But then you still have to go through the process of leveling him up, and the only way to do that is to fight other people. Now there aren't a lot of players actively searching for games, so a lot of the time you're playing against the AI. Yeah which the AI is pretty stupid, it just kind of rushes forward. So my tactic has always been I have at least one guy with a bow, and my bowman has a special ability where um, he expends some um, fate, yeah. and then he has an ability that ignores armor when he shoots. So even though the guy may be protected by three or four points of armor, it doesn't matter. you're doing damage directly to his health. Ouch. Now it mm. uses kind of, it uses D6s in the game, but it uses special D6s where Two of the faces have miss icons, three of the faces have hit icons, and then one face has a fate icon, which is a hit, but also gives you a... a oh, it's similar point. to the Star Wars uh, the uh, Fantasy Flight game. No. Well, no, you mean like... Well, there's, yeah, there's, there's similar to it, yeah. yeah right. I, just in the fact that there's a, one of the dice, one of the ch chances you have is to get something better than just a success. Exactly, exactly. And so what this does is build a fate pool, which then you can use to um, play cards. Oh, so there's also a card mechanic to it too, where you have a, a hand of cards that you, um, everyone, everyone starts off with, I think, six or seven cards, and then you can buy booster packs to buy more cards. So if you yeah. want to spend your gold on um, models, you can do that. If you want to spend them on on cards, you can do that. And like I said, from what it sounds like, though, I really like the fact that it's all... It's, it's, all, it's all in game currency. It's all game. It's yeah. nothing that, oh, I'm going to. I have my Amex credit card. I'm just going to buy yeah, no, it. So no, that, no, none of that. And in fact, some people are. Win. Some people are, are clamoring for the ability to do that because they don't want to go through 80 combats in order to get all the gold they need to open like 10 booster packs. Tough. Wah, wah, wah. The, yeah, the whole exactly. idea is you play the fucking game. And right? you're, you're gaining not only experience for your characters, but you're also gaining tactical knowledge of yes. how the game works well, and exactly. the mechanics of it. In order to be able well, to beat we've all seen the games where you can do in-game purchases. Yeah. These guys have are super powerful, but they don't know how to play the exactly. character exactly because they they bought their way to high levels. Yeah. So anyway, that's a, it's a super fun game. I'm really enjoying it. I spent a lot of time playing it. So what's it's called again? It's called Warbands Bushido. Oh, it's on Steam, and uh, it's hmm. cheap. I think it was like seven dollars when I oh, got Jesus. it. Jesus, I got it like six months ago, and I finally started playing it and and concentrating on yeah. on learning the game. So that's number two. The third thing I this is also something I picked up during the uh, the Black Friday sale. I bought all four chapters of Steve Jackson's Sorcery. Oh, so right. who remembers uh, Choose Your Own Adventure? Oh those, God, those yes, yes. Used to I love those words. Yes. So there, there were there were several different styles. There was the original Choose Your Own Adventure. Then there were the fighting fantasy games that, yeah. that I think also Steve Jackson put out. 
where you actually had like a character and and stats and you actually got to roll dice if you wanted to in order to progress the story um well they kind of took that and brought it to the computer and they partially animated it so it's not animated as in like motion yeah but it's they they brought like really beautiful pictures to it, and so it's all like kind of hand drawn um, environments. And um, you, there's a lot of reading still because it, yeah. you're basically doing a choose your own adventure. Sure. But you you have the ability kind of like when you when you would put your finger to bookmark where you were to, yes. to see what choice you wanted. Yes, to make. exactly. Yes. You have the ability to actually go back and and, and rewind and replay and take a different path if you wanted yeah. to. Super super fun game. Um, um, it's not really a game so much as a story that you take part in, but the combat is is actually pretty cool. The way combat works is, um, you determine how much of your energy you want to expend in any one attack. Yes. And your opponent in secret does the same, and then you compare. So whoever got the highest does damage. So if you beat him by only like one or two points, then you do one or two points damage. If you beat him by a lot, then you do like three or four points damage. But using that energy depletes the uh, the amount of energy you have so if you go all out on your first attack your second attack you could probably only go at 50 percent, and your third attack you could probably only go at 20 percent max mm -hmm. so you can use kind of what you think your opponent's energy level will be at yes. based on how much they've expended to try to either say okay i think they're going to go all out this time so i'm just going to go fully defensive only take one point of damage yeah or you go i think he's going to go middle so i'm going to go super high and then beat him, and then take him out. So there, there's a tactical element to the combat as well. Super fun game. I'm, I'm actually really enjoying it. Um, it has a neat storyline where... I don't, I don't want to go into the storyline, because yeah. I don't really remember much about it, but that's another game that I really liked. Okay. And again, each of the episodes, I think, were like $2. Oh, that's nothing. So yeah, yeah. it's super easy, super cheap. Um, I've only gone through chapter one so far. So there, there's four chapters total. One and two come bundled together as one package. And three and four are separate. I've gone through halfway of the first bundle. Oh, all right. But it's fun. I'm really mm -hmm. enjoying that too. And the last, <laughs> the last game. I promise this is it. The last game I want to talk about is a game called Examin Examina, Examina. One of the other. Yeah. I think it's Examina. Um, it's physics-based combat. What? Yeah. So it's really hard to describe. Just watch the videos. The combat is super, super hard, and. I really like it. Uh, I, I don't even play the actual um, storyline because there, there's, a, there's a story yeah. to it as well. You wake up in the middle of this dungeon. You don't know who you are. You're naked. You basically have nothing on you. And you try to find your way out. And mm, it's super big. difficult. Mm, no hair. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's super hard to uh, gain any sort of healing. So if you don't master combat, you're kind of fucked in this game. Um, but there's an arena mode where you... By the way, did you get that reference? No. Heavy metal. <laughs> Uh, it's been so long since. Yeah, exactly. It. He wakes up. He's naked, bald. He's like, hmm, no hair, hmm, big. As he okay. looks down. Okay. That. That's the reference. Okay. Gavin's laughing shortly to himself because he got the reference. Okay. What's funny is it's John Candy, voicing this. Like a barbarian. Yeah, but he's huge. Yeah. He, he's like the Rock, basically. But it's John Candy's voice okay. narrating. So it's really funny because you got this John Candy voice <laughs> on this fucking the Rock build guy. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, but it was just... Sorry. Okay. So anyway, the arena mode, where you basically create your character, and you go and do a variety of different things, like um, you can do hand-to-hand, -hand, like 
pugilism punching yep. you could do combat one on one you could do a series of combats where you you fight one guy then another guy then another guy but your your health doesn't kind of recover between fights so Ooh. you have to be super tactical oh, about how you do it yeah no kidding you can do just regular duels and then as you do this um, you you gain you don't you don't gain experience as in like xp for killing someone but as you do maneuvers you gain experience towards improving your skills and as you improve your skills, that will then bump you to the next level right. of, of competency. Oh, okay. And then just... Be... And then so you, then you get to wear better armor, use better weapons, and fight tougher opponents. Use physics better. What's that? Use physics better. Well, the, using the physics is up to you. You need to really, like, tactically learn how to play this game. Shit. It involves perfect timing. It involves um, learning the reach of the weapon that you're using and perfecting being at that length distance away from your opponent there's a lot of oh this. it's it's super super complicated it's it's easy to pick up the the mechanics of the combat but yeah. it's really hard, hard to, to master improve. um so the thing i found is that i usually take like the longest reach weapon i can so like a pole arm yeah is works the best and then you kind of back up as they're swinging and then you basically step forward and try to hit them with your pole arm yeah at the stand at the proper mm -hmm. time and then depending on how well you swing your mouse you'll do more damage as you're swinging harder and faster oh really yeah so clicking the button will swing it but if you actually also move your mouse as you're clicking time. that button it'll add your momentum to the swing so but the the reason i say it's physics-based combat is based on how much momentum you put in that swing you you could be out of position oh exactly because you just overbalance yourself exactly and then your opponent mm -hmm. can come in and stab you with like a short little weapon okay Again, a, a, a fun game when you're doing the combat itself, there isn't a lot to... The story. Yeah, exactly. There's right. almost no story. Right. I mean, there is, in that you can f try to find your way out of this dungeon. But, I mean, I've done that maybe 30, 40 times and said I've gotten to, like, the third door. And yes. The combat is so brutal in this game that if you're being attacked by more than one person, you're fucked. Yeah. Uh, even like, Oh wait, come on. They're not doing the thing of the martial arts movies where one guy comes up one at a time. No, <laughs> no. And, and, you're, and you're dealing with zombies too. Like it's, it's the undead basically. So like skeleton zombies, that sort of thing. Yeah. I, I still watch the shows. They come at you one at a time. It's like, <laughs> oh, oh, look, there's a whole bunch of zombies, but you know, I get to fight one and then move on to the next one. Uh, most of the zombie shows I've watched have been the opposite of that actually. Oh no, no. For main characters. Oh, I see. That, if you're just a goob, then yeah, yes, you get, get overswarmed. Yeah. But if you're a main character, somehow there's like you know one one in front of the others that you could. Yeah. I don't know. Ever since um, uh, Game of Thrones came out, main character deaths have been the biggest thing. So no one really is safe anymore in any. Just any remember show. that for later when we do eternal <laughs> vigilance. Just remember that thought. Okay, so I'm I'm done with my weeks in the hobby. <laughs> is there something we want to go on to next? Yeah, we will. Okay, so that's pretty much end of... Yeah, that's, that's the end of second one. Let's move on to news and rumors. Do we have anything else um, upcoming that we're Well, Disney, for? $54 billion buyout of uh, Fox Entertainment. Isn't that crazy? That is. Uh, I wonder what they're that They're buying will... everything. It's nope. ridiculous. Yeah, we, well, they, they need to see yeah. if uh, the antitrust... Let, uh, oh, it's, it's Trump's government. It's going to pass. Yeah, uh, like I said, as a fan of the Marvel and everything, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm happy that this means Fantastic Four and X-Men will be now in the MCU. Oh my god, didn't even think of that. Right? That's, You're right, that's the biggest problem they had. Yes. Which means... But the know. problem is, Fantastic Four is actually owned by another guy. Like, is it? 
Fox just has the distribution rights. Okay. But, but still, you know, you know what? Seriously, who cares about Fantastic Four? They were like a third tier team to begin with. Well, they're the, they're the first big one. They're the first big. They're the fan, first family of Marvel. Fine. But X Men now and Deadpool. Yes. Now in Guardians of the Galaxy. Could you imagine that? Yes. Well, I don't. I don't think we'll see Deadpool and Guardians. No, but at least it's still in the, in the overall universe. Yes. Which is nice. Now, as a consumer, I'm not too happy with this because this gives a lot of power to Disney. And yeah, but Disney's always had a lot of power. But the thing is, they don't do R-rated stuff, right? And this is where Logan was and Deadpool right. were R-rated, and they worked well. They did. You know, because it's, it's, those are characters that should be R-rated. Because yeah. they're darker, they're nastier, there's a lot of violence. Well, Logan especially yeah. is a fucking murderer. He ca- carves his way through hundreds of people. Well, it's a little hard not to carve when you've got yeah. adamantium, you know, claws. <laughs> yeah. Basically, mini swords going through. It's like, oh! Excuses, excuses. You know, oh my god, I saw the, the one of the funniest college humor skits about uh, these guys go to a mad scientist. Yeah. And they say, we, you know, we've brought... Twenty thousand um, dollars. We want Wolverine's powers, yeah. and the scientist goes, "Well, which powers do you want? Because he has two. He has the adamantium claws, and he has regeneration. Well, he's got three. Super. His enhance. His got enhanced senses as well. He smells okay, really fine. They they only really care about those, and they're like, and and those are ten thousand each. So I can either give you one of those powers to each of you because there's two of them, yeah. or I can give one of you both powers. And they're like, we'll both take the claws. <laughs> Not realizing that without the healing factor, you bleed. You bleed like crazy because every time they come out of your, they cut. Yeah, and and so they're <laughs> they're sitting at home like, oh, why did we take the claws? <laughs> There's blood everywhere. Yes. And then one of them act, keeps accidentally killing. Like one guy kills the other guy by by putting the claws on while his fist is close to the guy's yeah. head, and it basically just goes through his brain. Yeah. Like, oh, why did we take the healing? <laughs> it's a very funny story. Because there's also uh, one where they ex- Xavier fires Wolverine. Oh my god! The, yeah, the, that, that's a different series because he goes through and fires a bunch of characters. Yes, he does. Yeah. Um. So, do we want to change? Like, I was going to think, how about we Wait, talk? Do we have nothing else that we're looking Here's forward rumors. to? Uh, well, Punisher signed on for season two. Yes. With uh, Netflix. Okay. Which is awesome. Yes, very good. Uh, Inhumans probably won't last. Will probably be canceled. At the end of the year. Well, if they're getting if they're getting their uh, mutants back, they'll probably switch all the Inhuman storyline or back. Yeah, but Inhumans has not been doing well. Yeah, period. Like okay. it's not well respected. Okay. The storylines are bad. Well, I, the Inhumans were a huge part of Agents of Shield, and that were actually some pretty decent storylines. Right, but the Inhumans show itself right. is it not doing. Yeah, okay. it's not doing too well, unfortunately. Okay. Um. So yeah, the and Iron Fist, I. Hopefully, I don't know if they're actually going to do another second season. I'm Most perfect with them never ever touching yeah. Iron Fist again. Yeah, Finn doesn't do a good job of training for the. Yeah, thing. Okay, the, the show was not good. No, it's 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 one of the few failures that we've had from Marvel's cinema um, television universe. Yes. Unfortunately. Uh, other than that, well, MCU you know has twenty movies planned for Phase. Four, right. yeah. So the next one coming up is uh, Black Panther, which yes. I think is March. March, yeah, yeah. So that that um, and then I don't know. Black Panther's never really been like a favorite of mine. Like I barely know much about him other than he comes from Wakanda. And oh no, he's Wakanda he's where... he's super smart. He's up there with Tony Stark and Reed Richards for level of intelligence. Okay, he's also a great tactician. Yeah, they they everyone's put a whole... the best at everything. Yeah, they they put too much into him, but right. yeah. I mean, I understand why he's a iconic uh, character for a large 
population yeah. and the need for him, I totally get. Yeah. And I'm happy that. Well, this is why, like I said, in, in Captain America, when they upgraded Falcon, right. I was happy with. Yeah. Because people are like, oh, well, in the, in the 70s, he was like this. Yeah, but in the 70s, in no time period, unfortunately, a lot of black superheroes tended to be ghetto people. Right. Which was like... Well, they were, they were, they were stereotypical. Well, they, they were, and that was a problem. It was like, yeah, people, if you read comic book origins, a lot of times you're like, yeah, I don't think that's a good idea yeah. to do for every single yeah. African-American superhero. Oh, look, I come from the hood and I talk like this. Like, no. oh. so, so now they made him a war, a, a veteran. Yes. And uh, like a special forces type veteran exactly. with a special sky yeah. unit. Yeah. So I, I was happy. Like I said, I was happy with that. So yeah. Like, modernize him, make him a better, origin. real, yeah. better origin story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Black Panther and Infinity War. Yeah, Infinity War is probably the next big one that yeah. we're all looking forward to. And it looks like it's going to be good. Yeah. Well, the Thanos seems to be a pretty decent villain. Because he's he's got that... Is he, though? Yeah. Has he done anything villainous yet other than try to manipulate some stuff in the background? That's why he's a good villain. He's... I suppose. Why do I have to come up and beat people up? No, no, true, true. He's never been a stand-up-and-fight villain anyway. Oh, he's he always, has. He's it, always been a, a commander, though, yes. who has huge forces. Well, when he gets all the gauntlets on, then he's like, yeah, you really want some of this? Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. How are they going to beat him if they don't have Superman? <sighs> oh, have I, Adam Warlock. I forgot. Adam, yeah, Adam Warlock. Warlock. Which they've well, already actually, teased. Thano, the, the whole thing in, with Thanos failing all the time is it's his self-subconscious does it to himself. Okay. There's, a, there's actually a comic where the Adam Warlock is, is goes through with it and Thanos is in sort of soul gem and he's realizing the lot of times he kept failing was because he set himself up to fail. Okay. Subconsciously. Yeah, but subconsciously. Right. He's like, he didn't think he's worthy and all sorts of stuff and he kept having, he did it to himself. So it was actually really interesting right up the way they did it. Okay. I always thought it was because of the failings of his uh, subordinates. Nope. Is he, he Because his subordinates are incompetent. Well, there's that, but... He did that, that's the downfall of a lot of movie villains. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. that and arrogance. And, and oh, arrogance. Oh, wait, wait. Let me monologue. <laughs> just just fucking kill him. No, I got a monologue, man. I got to do the monologue. You know, which is why, for me, one of the best movies, that well, adaptations from the graphic novel itself, mm-hmm. is Watchmen. Right. He's like, oh, we got to stop you. Stop me. Yeah. I've already done yeah, this. I'm you think I'm telling you what's going to happen in the future? No, I'm telling you what already has happened. Yes. Yeah, well, this is done. It's already done deal. I'm like, what? What? It's like, I'm not a supervillain monologuing here. It's been done. I'm explaining to you what I have done. Right. <laughs> so that was perfect. That was like, that was like yes, finally a villain who's like, yeah. uh, no, I, I, I'm not going to sit and tell you what I'm planning to do. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Actually, that, that's one of the things that bugs me the most about these Shadow of games, like Shadow of War or Shadow of War. Yeah. Every time you come up against a, a captain, he has to stop and, and talk to you for like, 15, 30 seconds. Every single one you come up against. Oh, what movie And you come up against like 40 or 50 yeah. easily saw, during a game. No, but I saw one movie recently. I can't remember, I can't remember what it was, but the villain comes up to talk and the good guy just shoots him. Or something like that. Something <laughs> like that. It's like, but shouldn't we listen to what he has to say? Fuck no. Why, why would we? Because when you're in a game, every time you role play, and the, the GM's like, yeah. all right, monologue uh, time. Monologue time. Just shoot him. But he's got monologue. Shoot him! I don't care what he's got to say. Shoot him, because that's normally what would happen too. Yeah. It's like you're the bad guy. Yeah, I'm just gonna shoot you. Let me monologue. Fuck no! Oh my god, I totally forgot about another another show I was watching. I finally finished uh, season two of Riverdale. 
Oh, okay. I haven't still finished season one. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Yeah, well, it's not River. It's not. It's, it's not the Archie and no. Jughead and Ben. Like they they took the character names and put them into Twin Peaks. Basically. Yeah. It, well, that's also like you look at the actors and you're like, you're playing a high school guy, really? No, the the, the actors can get away with high school. No, like, no. Like you're they're maybe twenty two. Older than that. I don't think they are. Yeah, one guy's twenty seven. Okay. Yeah. But that reminds me when, you, when I see that. Like, it's a decent show. Jump twenty, Jump Street 20, yeah. 21 Jump Street, where there's like, you look pretty big for us. No, that's that, that's 22 Jump Street. The, the, second, the second one. No, in the first one, too, because you look pretty old for a high school student. Like, oh, you're, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, they, they, wow, you're... They, they, do, they do make that joke. But they really go into it in the second one. Yes. Oh, yes. Where the uh, the daughter of the, the, the bad guy. Yeah. He goes on and on about how old the guy looks, yeah. about how Jonah Hill looks. Yes. Is it Jonah yeah. Hill? Jonah Hill, yeah. Those are really good movies. Yeah. Actually, uh, 21 Jump Street is probably my go-to for when I just have like 20 minutes to kill and I want to watch something funny and I'll just throw that on. Yeah. I like 22 because I was, I was surprised 22 Jump Street did a good job of the sequel. Yeah. Especially when they're making fun. Yeah. And then it's a sequel. And then they do all the little trailers of Jump, 23 Jump yeah. Street, 24 <laughs> Jump Street, 25, where it's just like... <laughs> Now you're doing this. Now you're doing this. But that means that they can never make another movie. No, but then they replace him at one point in time. Jordan yeah. Hill was... And, and then he comes back for like the, yeah. the sixth Yes, exactly. It was like that was... Contract negotiations. Yes, yes. That was, that was funny. Yeah. Um, so, but, so news and rumors, I don't have too much more. Like, No, I think that's about well, it. Those are the only two this, real big movies. News and rumors, it'd be more what out of the basement stuff is what we're planning next year. Okay, let's talk about that. What are we planning next uh, year? Well, I'm going to keep going with the YouTube stuff for... Uh, for uh, Patio Time with Patrick, yep. PG-rated stuff. Yep. Uh, uh, Officio Tempare, mm-hmm. we're gonna, I'm going to actually take the Eternal Vigilance campaign. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start doing little broadcasts of that. Okay. Uh, go through the characters and then do missions, some of the missions we do. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. going to try and get, because you know, thanks to the Kessel Run and the Art TTR guys, mm-hmm. uh, more going to do, and also the Star Wars guys, going to try and get at least once a month some streaming in there. Okay. Because that, that was a lot of fun. What Star Wars guys? You mean the X-Wing? The X-Wing, oh. yeah. Yeah, for the X-Wing games and that. And the RTTR for the Warhammer 40K. The Royal Tabletop. Because there's actually, we're going to be, there's a narrative campaign coming up for them. That'll probably start in January or February. So looking forward to that. Uh, and like I said, we'll be doing the streaming again and then more stuff uh, on the videos and that. Okay, um, are we still going to try to put on another... Um, International Tabletop Day event. Yes, yes. I want to be more organized this time around. Start yes. earlier. And, yes. Uh, Kessel Run is no longer the place we're going to do it. Well, they, they, just because of the way the tables are set up, I don't yeah. know if they, it's they don't have the private rooms anymore. Yeah, which is too bad. Um, but so if not there, then where? Uh, the comic book shop might do it. Dude, they don't have a private room. Yes, no, but they had the they had actually had the private area upstairs where we could have recorded last time. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. So we'll, we'll check with them. Okay. Um, it's too bad. I really like the Castle Run. It's just it's <laughs> no longer feasible for us to record there. Yeah. Because not, not for podcasts. Not for podcasts. It's it's fun. Live, live streaming, it might live work streaming better. It still works yet. Well, it began, though, because of all the background stuff going on. Right. We uh, probably, you might going to cut this out, but probably want to get some individual mics for people. So when they're talking, it's yeah. just mm-hmm. them directly. That would probably work better for the stream. Yeah, maybe. And that. Uh, for other than that, that's all I really have planned for in the basement like that's still a lot of stuff we're going to try and do oh of course more review of the clones yes mm-hmm. and that so and uh merchandising perhaps yeah we want to start looking at 
like maybe mugs. I love a mug. We, we've we've got our t-shirts. Yeah. But we can always mm-hmm. pick up some more t-shirts and yeah. see if people are interested in. Well, yeah, we should look into it for uh, the tabletop game. Give out like t-shirts and stuff like that as right. prizes. Sure. Or or for International Tabletop Day. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, that's what I'm Yeah. yeah. I, mm-hmm. I want to do more like events. Yes. Where we go out and do stuff. Like maybe um, there's a, there's a, um, uh, not Comic-Con because that's going to be crazy to try yeah. to get into. But there are other little events. Well, especially like at the near Nippian Sportsplex. Yeah. They do stuff fairly regularly. Well, no, I, I'm not talking for a geek market because that's more merchandise and selling things. Yeah. But I'm talking, I want to, I want to. A board get, game day. Yeah. Like, like a, like a. When an event is going on, like uh, Games Day, when yeah. that takes place usually across the river in Hull, but yeah. where, wherever it is this year, maybe have a, not, not necessarily a booth there, but maybe run a game there. Yes. Or maybe have like two or three tables where we play different board games that yes. people can sign up for. That, that Just a, little events around the city so that we're kind of getting more out there. Yes. I like that idea. Now, I want to I want to run more Star Wars. Yes, that, well, my plan this year is to run more Star Wars. There we go. I also want to do the board try at least once a month to have a board game day, either here or at a store. I have so many new board games that we haven't tried. Out I yet. know, but I, I finally got my Gloomhaven. Gloomhaven came in. Oh, it did. Oh, nice. And we totally have to play that. Yeah. It's super super complicated, and there's like five hundred cards or something that it comes with. But. We definitely have to try that. I've got uh, this War of Mine, which we still haven't played yet, so we definitely have to play that. I still have Star Trek Ascendancy, for Christ's yeah. sake, that we haven't played well, yet. Well, we still have Patrick uh, Ramsahoy's uh, 50, the, the Star Trek game he got, the board game we haven't played yet either. So, that's yeah, a good idea. Like I said, we want to try and schedule regular things. Yeah. I agree with you. We should go out more to the stores. Yeah, just and, and, more and, out there. And not just Kessel Run, although I, I love the guys there, but the comic book shop, the uh, FDR uh, in, uh, FRD in Quebec, Vutique in Quebec as okay. well. Just because, you know, just to try and get seen with the regular stores and sure. stuff like that. And uh, the board games are easy because usually that's an hour, two hours, you know, we can get done. And then also we can, you can go to one store one week or one month, I can go to another store at right. different time. So we can, because I know our schedules sometimes get too crazy. Sure. But as long as we're mm-hmm. going out there and doing stuff and getting seen and known. And we need to play more Watson and Holmes. Yes, we do. That was super, super fun. Yeah. Paul, do you have anything that to add? That was fun. Do I have anything to add? Yeah. Uh, not, not particularly. You guys covered everything, really. All right. Um, and again, since it's also a year in review, I like would like to thank all the people that helped us get all this done. Jace, the guy Taylor, and all, and... and Jeff from Kessel Run, mm-hmm. Joe from RTTR and all, and uh, Michael from the X-Wing guys and everything. This has been a great year. Thanks a lot. We've, we've grown and learned things, and uh, next year will be hopefully even better. Yeah. Well, actually, I know it will be better. Bigger uh, and better. Yep. But uh, again, thanks to the guys that helped us to do a lot of stuff this year. And of course, thank you to all our listeners who yes. never give us any <laughs> feedback or contact well, us. Well, they, they do sometimes. They do sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so that's that's it for uh, 2017 yep. and uh, we'll see you guys yeah. next year. Happy holidays and uh, Happy New Year. <laughs>